I don't want to get into it. And ain't nobody gonna stop me. Front yard both times. <laughs> Fucking bath towel boy over here. <laughs> My wife asked me this. She said, would you kiss one of your cousins for a billion dollars? Or maybe it's a billion, I can't remember. Doesn't so matter. That's, I'm that's where the debate went. So here, billion dollars. Billion If I million? say, so here's the thing. There's there's two million. scenarios. There's two scenarios. Are you ready? 40. Scenario one. Uh, I don't hear <laughs> record, by the way, but keep going. Oh, that's now fine. you hear record. When I'm oh, yeah. Oh, two scenarios. 40 bucks. You, scenario one is you have to pick the cousin. Okay. Scenario two, the cousin is picked for you. Okay. Okay. And scenario one, you pick the cousin. Here's the debacle. Okay. So if you pick a girl cousin, that could be insinuating you're attracted to them. That makes it the ugliest fucking cousin. Yeah, but. Yeah, but if you picked a dude, you'd insinuate you like your cousin and you're gay. No, so if you're if you're double, if you're legitimately straight, time. to me saying, "Hey, look, I'm just fucking doing this for the money. This means absolutely nothing. I'll I'll cut you a couple stacks and we're good, and then you move on." And I would pick someone that I never ever ever see, like someone that, like. Like I have a cousin that lives in Germany. Like maybe I'd pick that guy because I ain't never you're fucking seen him. Wait, you're smooching a dude oh, over a girl. girl. You're you smooching a dude over a girl. Let's start with I'm that. Trying one. To, I'm leading. I'm leading the, the conversation. Okay. You have to think it's about all these lead. scenarios. It's a good lead. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm following, but I'll, I know it's a good lead. You you pick a girl, and it's like, here's the other thing: is I have a lot of young cousins, so like picking well, a girl, it's like, I mean, it's over, it. over eighteen, buddy. I mean, come on. Is that was this to catch a predator question? Come on. I'm I will not say my stance yet. I'm trying to give you scenarios so that you formulate an opinion, but you have to see where maybe things could get viewed. Like you oh. pick a girl, okay. Wow, he's got the hots for his like cousin. Like, does he live in Arkansas? Like, shout out to our Arkansas viewers. And it's like yeah, is no, that like a weird thing? Or you pick a dude knowing you're straight and it's like, I'm strictly doing this for the money. It's a billion dollars. I do a lot worse things probably for a billion dollars. Maybe that's your mindset. I mean, a hundred percent. Scenario two, would, if uh, someone's picking for you, fuck it. Who cares? You fair enough. But also, I don't know. I mean, I guess say whatever you guys want, but I would, I mean, regardless of who it was, I'd rather still kiss a girl than a dude, regardless of his cousin or cousin. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm just not into dudes. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yes. <laughs> you know, you so scared? I would be like, hey. There was a question mark at the end there. <laughs> well, I mean, dot, yeah. dot, dot. I mean, oh, definitely not into dudes. Keep for episode but, two on you know, I like dudes. Well, keep her tuned. Yeah, no, I think if I had the choice, I'd probably go the same route. But, you know, billion dollars is a billion dollars. It's just a, it's just a little smooch, right? Yeah, yeah. No yeah, tongue. We... Oh well, fuck, bro. Oh, That's too easy. God damn. Guys, you know what a kiss is versus making out, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Well, fuck, dude. I'll fucking, I'll fucking do whatever. You don't give a fuck. You were talking you. about a little smooch. I'll. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah, kissing. Not a, like, I'm definitely kissing it's not a girl like seven cousin over a fucking here. dude cousin. By the way, if it smooching a million percent. 
or make it out. <clears throat> Smooching. We're not locking you in a closet Easy. for seven Easy. minutes and you got to fucking tongue it out for a while. Like, yeah, that's, that's not the... <clears throat> Ah, well, that was an easy question. I'll take a billion dollars, Bob. Yeah. Brad's <laughs> like, I'll kiss all my cousins for that. Fuck. <laughs> Shit, I'll even slip in a tongue somewhere. You name oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Line, line them up, all right? Billion dollars. Oh, yeah, you get one, and you get one. Bring it on. We'll go distant relatives <laughs> to first cousins. I'll kiss them all. Oh, yeah. I you think, want I think the reason... I got a I think billion. If it was a little bit, if it was a little more like involved, yeah. Then my get thought tricky. on Ugh. my thought on like going with a girl cousin is: <clears throat> Do you pick the one you're closest to, knowing? Look, you're more like a like it, it. We both know this isn't anything. Like we're just really close. We're good friends. Like so I have cousins that I'm incredibly close to, and others that. I'll see once a year and then that's it. And then like, you can put it out of sight, out of mind. Um, I also have an adopted cousin. So like technically that's not like related, related. So I could go that route. Oh, you'd be going no, that a million percent. You're done. I'm, I'm going but, for but, you. Oh, Let's yeah. take that out of Take it. you but for a like, billion dollars. What, what is <laughs> good it? answer. Good that. answer. Oh, yeah, let's, good. let's say it is girl, right? And it has to be a little more involved. I'm just saying like a little more than just like a pack, right? Or a little kiss. Hello. Um, do you go with a cousin you're really close to or someone you're super distant from and why? Well, let's I get to the bottom to of this. Use this. Do, you, do you have a crush on a cousin? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm trying to leave the conversation. Right, good, question, good question. Good <laughs> question. Answer it. What's his name? <laughs> Uh, all right i'm done coming up with topics oh no this is the best topic i could have dreamed of this is better than i even could have thought of by the way we're going with this one oh my god this is the best thing since sliced bread it's one of the most awkward topics but i mean well yeah that's what this is about we gotta have fun with this shit make it weird i'm having a good time what's his name (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man all right tim but what would you would you go distant or closer wait we're we talking about like having to make out with your cousin yeah i guess we'll go with bug scenario if it's a girl because we are not into dudes but so you gotta take a cousin distant or close one would that make a difference probably I think it does because you'd have to see your closer cousin more often and it's just awkward all the time because you guys you know, you're swapping spit Wait, Even though the, you're a billion dollars now? richer, yeah, oh, billion man. dollars. Dude, I'm yeah, I'd say anyone on the planet. Oh uh, yeah, true. Billion yeah, you're dollars. all coming hard still, at me in the paint. I'm still when you hear a billion spin. dollars, you fucking back off. This is bullshit. I know, <laughs> yeah, but I'm not confessing crushes. Like I'm just like, <laughs> 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 it's like, well, I mean, do I have to see her all the time? Does she know I like her? Okay. All right. <laughs> Out of context. <laughs> Is it going to be weird? Is it really a billion dollar mistake? I don't know. All right. You know what? If you're a true moderator, you bring out all the scenarios, okay? And you no. fucking show the angles and, and you make no, people it's think. good. It's good, but yeah. I like it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Fuck it's good. you guys. I hate high school. It was I'll good. Do any angle, anything for a billion Hello. dollars. Hello. Billion yeah, dollars. I'm, I mean, 
Light them up. I mean, that's a beat. Smooch them all. Smooch them all. Hey, billion dollars. I'll go house to house. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Down the street. Light them up. Yeah, me for the smooch. Yeah, stand by your mailbox, ladies and gents. You're getting smooched. You got a billion dollars waiting. Now, if it's a million, if it's a million. Oh, that's a different you know, story. It's a little different story, but a billion. I mean, come <clears throat> on, line them up down the street. I see smooch. P walking down the street with his tongue out, just like <clears throat> like high fiving people with his tongue, just like oh, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> absolutely. My a million. I'll do it for a million too. <laughs> yeah, all right, for a million. One point two. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you think of, you think of a million dollars right now, and all you got to do is just a little smooch or even if it was like a you know a, a makeout session i don't it could be a homeless man and I you'd make out with a homeless him. man for a million dollars at night at nighttime what if it's like 10 minutes <laughs> dirty Who mike and it's not for that long i mean <laughs> dirty, how dirty long does it take you to get boys, to second bro. base <clears throat> yeah seriously i mean cut I mean, my I, don't, I don't make the rules <laughs> I mean, say, I came up with this there. Up but... or cut? <laughs> I said, yeah. cut my titty. Don't be cut my titty. Up. <laughs> for a million me. dollars. All right, I'll mm-hmm. cut a rug, but not titty. Come on. Yeah, not, not, uh, absolutely. I mean, all right. What if you had to make out for three minutes of the homeless dude for a million dollars? Bring it on. I'll bring the gum. <laughs> Some mouthwash. You got the briefcase. I got the gum. Right, fair enough. <laughs> Are they bearded? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm smooching. Is that a deal breaker, bug? <laughs> smooching. No, no. <laughs> He's got to be bearded. I think it'd be weird making out with a bearded person. That would definitely be weird. <laughs> I mean, Buggy, this is, this is why you think you did way too much of it. You just have to think like, hey, it's a million dollars. The details don't matter. The details uh, is why it's funny I want to soften the blow as much as possible. The details right? is why it's funny to me. That's a nice, smooth move. Oh, smooch. yeah. P, we're not <laughs> making out. P, we're not making out because we both got beards. So we're fucked. Uh, <laughs> homeless guy shows up with a beard. And he's like, "Ooh, deal's off." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that guy with the herpy lip. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but a beard. <laughs> oh. oh fuck. Oh yeah. Oh, what about that scenario? A, her- a herpy lipped bearded. Homeless man, yeah, a million dollars, yeah, Bob. Doing it for a million. <laughs> I don't know. I might just go one dollar, Bob. I'm out of here. <laughs> hey, well, actually, I'm a big winner. Oh yeah, that's one tooth. Well, I mean, easy to work around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> easy to run into. Spawn that one tooth. Oh, man. Ain't it? Ain't it? Hey, right, I'll start gumming you. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, oh, is this thing shit. real? <clears throat> oh, I mean, what, where's God. the limit at? Where's the limit? 100 G's. Make out the homeless dude. Yeah? Again, how long? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Does he have a beard? One minute. 100 a G's. A minute make out session with a homeless man for 100 grand. Oh my god. Fuck yeah, I would. 
<laughs> oh my god! I wish I had a, I wish I had a hundred grand so bad. I wish I just balling out, bro. I'd be, like, I'd be like, come on, prove it, Pete. <laughs> oh, that would man. solve so many problems for me, and probably create a bunch. But <laughs> oh, yeah. online, you don't have to fucking delete every account. <laughs> you just you're gonna run across him standing on the corner. You guys make eye contact. Like, oh, oh yeah, he's slipping. What a minute, slipping by five. Here you go, buddy. I gotta, like, you got a, you got a dollar? Nope. <laughs> no, I got five though. Good work. Good to see you. <laughs> How you been? Uh-huh. How you been? <laughs> you feel bad? You start slipping my sandwich every day. There you go, man. You know. uh, he's gonna have to gum it. You only got that one tooth. <laughs> oh, he's just yeah. like scraping it with his like one tooth. He's like, <laughs> I'll just get him soup next time. <laughs> oh, yeah, please. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, he's so thoughtful. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's such a nice guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take G's, care of your homeless you know, man. Please, you can do this. <laughs> Give a little soup. <laughs> Give him a little chunky New England chowder. Here you go, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think he tried to you fight you the... if he knew he was getting, if you were getting 100 G's? Do you think he tried to take well, it? I'd knock his last tooth out if he did. You better hang on to that thing, bud. Cause... Oh, yeah. He might have knocked your ass out. <laughs> it didn't mean anything, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it big clinging. No, you're not moving in. <laughs> so, where's the liner? 100 G's? Bitty G's. See, that's the shitty thing is we're going to get down to a dollar amount that I'm going to feel <laughs> shameful for doing it. <laughs> I know. That's what I was trying to get at. That's the point. That was kind of the point. And then my next step was like, where's the where's the line of your gay? Three. Probably about, about 350. <laughs> uh, about that's about That's about the same price as the beer. So somebody bought you a beer. He's like, yeah. hey, buddy. Put yeah. her there. Let's cheers and you. smooch, huh? <laughs> Mind if I drink it first? <laughs> oh, man. As long as we're in the right place. You know. oh. <laughs> don't, don't tell your homeless friends. I know you guys like to gossip. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be You're spreading all over the city. Yeah, a bunch of homeless people just standing on your, your street corner. They're all just waiting there. <laughs> They're all waving 350. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> Fuck! Oh. God damn! Oh man, what a way to start her out! Welcome back. Yeah. I found out a lot about myself. <laughs> Me too, man. A lot. I gotta. I learned that I gotta really think about how I word things. Yeah. <laughs> Your mind's yeah. on things. It's like, well, I mean, a billion just depends. If it's my crush first cousin, no way. No. <laughs> if, it's my, if it's my distant third male cousin, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Beard versus Gillette. You know? <laughs> Did he shave before this particular session? The devil <laughs> is in the details, boys. I mean, you're not wrong, but you know, sometimes the details give things away, buddy. Oh, shit. <laughs>
<laughs> no, that, jokes. Hey, this is going on the record. Jokes. None of my cousins I'm feeling right now. I'm not attracted to. I'm not looking to. Disclaimer. I'm also clean shaved right now. So and that's male or female. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me just disclaimer too. All of you guys, because I'd smooch every one of you guys for a billion dollars. Um, I'm not attracted play. to you. Okay. No, that's an easy answer. <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah. Watch out though. <laughs> million dollars are coming you're getting smooched by the way all you motherfuckers <laughs> all you motherfuckers you better watch out it's coming in hot you're kicking <laughs> doors down one. Oh yeah i'll be kicking doors down i'll be buzzing on the bathroom door are you in the shower <laughs> i'll be coming like the nighthawk ellie shapers please oh yeah please god dang <laughs> Oh yeah. God damn man. Man. What a comeback. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. It's uh, it's, ne- it's never gonna happen. I'm never gonna get offered that scenario. And just to see my me selling myself like that is <laughs> quite shameful. I don't know. If there's any billionaires out there listening right now. <laughs> 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 You got a little bit of money you want to toss around. Yeah. We got a guy got a, here for you. You got a spare 350. I'll right. link my address on Zillow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Venmo, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I'll have to get it from my wife. Yeah. She might yeah. not approve. Oh, I'm definitely not a billion. Yeah, a billion dollars is a scam. A scam. But what? what's up with this thousand different 350 charges? <laughs> 350 donations we're getting. Oh, yeah. If you have to ask, honey, well. the homeless community looks really happy today oh yeah they lined up around the block again (laughs) do you guys ever you guys ever go through the scenario of like if you won the lotto like what you do with all the money absolutely and i would broke so Uh, fast yeah it's been a long time but for sure because i know i'm not gonna win the lotto oh no but when you buy a ticket you're like fuck what if i won there's a chance. There's always a chance. Oh, yeah. You're fucking Lloyd Christmas. So you're saying mm-hmm. there's a chance. I, I work with a guy that was legitimately bummed when he didn't win the lottery. The the big billion dollar one. That's because people get it built up in their head. They're like, no, this is the time. And they truly believe like it is the it's time. It's my time. The amount is where it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. And I am going to win. And then they don't, and they don't even <clears throat> win like their money back from the ticket. And they're like, this is fucking bullshit, you know? <clears throat> I'll I, tell you a story. I just realized it's a scam. <laughs> I had a kid I went to grade school Nobody with. actually wins. <laughs> <laughs> I had a kid I went to grade school with. He was like, so when he turned like 21, 22, he went in to buy like a Powerball. And he got, they printed out like a Missouri Lotto or something, which is like, it hovers around like one to four million or something like that. Um, and he was like, Oh, no, I wanted a Powerball. He goes, oh, Okay, yeah, like I'll have to take that back and I'll reprint. He's like, Oh, you know what? I'll just keep this. And he won a million dollars. It was like, Huh? Yeah, he won. He, he was like, Man. Could you imagine? Yeah, could you imagine? Like, now, granted, no, I've always switched for cousins like, for a million. Yeah, not bad. Who's buying it? I can't imagine. Sounds a little easier. 
So <laughs> just think of that. Like, oh man, fuck it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to go for the hundred million dollar jackpot, but I'll just see if I can win, you know, what, what this brings me in. Yeah, sure yeah, enough. Yeah. One, so I'll a little settle. over a million dollars. Sure. Settle. That's what's funny when it gets up to like, you know, the high, you know, approaching a billion dollars, everyone starts buying it. It's like your odds aren't changing and you were okay to not win 300 million. But right. When it came to like a billion. Oh, that's oh. the number I need. Oh yeah. I need yeah. it now for sure. I'm the lucky one. And and mathematically, like whether you buy one ticket or like a hundred, your odds don't change. Like nah, your odds are still the same. That's why I just going to buy any. <clears throat> I lose. There you go. You yeah. lose. I mean, they take so much time. I mean, Odds of winning are crazy, but what would you guys even do? So say you won, I don't know, 500 mil. Like, like, like I know the average person home? would just ball out. Yeah, like take home 500 mil. Like the average person would like ball out. But think of how many people, how many leeches around you back. Hey, P, it's been a minute, man. Like I haven't seen you for a minute. You know, I heard you won a lotto, though. So I don't know, I'm talking I like heard, that, but I figured that's how they talk. <laughs> yeah, I, heard very, <laughs> I heard I a very good uh, co- like a way to combat that, and that's <clears throat> say say it's a it's Friday, and you win the lotto, right? You don't tell anyone, but ever on Saturday, you reach out to like your closest family and friends and just say, "Hey, can I borrow? I'm in a I'm in a huge bind. Can I borrow like?" 3k i think the guy said like 4k but whatever like a money enough money where it's like it's not like pocket change but it's not like if you're you know in in decent financial standing like you can maybe like help them out knowing you're going to get the money back so uh apparently this happened and this guy won the lottery he reached out to all his close family friends he's like hey you know i'm in the tough bind i need like 4k can you help me out and like Everybody's like, oh my God, I wish I could, but I don't have that cash on me. Like, I'm sorry. And, you know, because some states you cannot be anonymous if you win the lottery. Some states you can. So, anyway, it came out that he won. And all these people that wouldn't help him out, he no longer had to help out because they wouldn't be there for him in his time of need. So, like, he tried to like combat it by saying, like, those who were willing to help me out are the ones that I will help out once they find out I win the lottery. But if they're not willing to help me out in my time in need, then they don't, they don't need to ask me for money. Cause why would I help them if they wouldn't help me kind of thing was, yeah. was his theory. Right. What if they don't have 5k <clears throat> though? Cause I know plenty of people don't have 5k just chilling. Well, yeah. And I, and I think the point was he was asking people that he based on their lifestyle can kind of, deduct that oh, okay. they had even if it's even if they said look i can't do 4k can i give you like a grand or 500 bucks or whatever like even yeah. anything to help him out oh, okay i see okay you know I what i'm saying that. yeah I see <clears throat> like that. just yeah. anything because maybe he could get the 4k if he asks you know yeah, like everybody people, in a yeah. circle you know what i mean yeah so yeah anyway, that's true was, oh, that's just not bad I, I feel like i know the people who would give me money if i asked like right now, like I feel like I could just be like, hey, this person, this person, this person would give me money and these people probably wouldn't. I mean, I feel like I already know that. I mean, I guess I could do that same thing, but I feel like I already know that answer. What about you guys? Yeah, I feel the same way because you would see a different level of like how willing they were to to even try and come up with that money or even get in depth of 
why you needed the money and come up with a different solution if they didn't have that money. Yeah, but do you so feel you, like you know the people who would do that right now or no? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. 100%. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I've done a pretty good job in my life of cutting those people out already that I know wouldn't do anything for me, even though I would do anything for them. And right. Mm-hmm. I, just, I surround myself with the people that, you know, would have my back. Now, yeah. if you asked me that like 10, 12, 13 years ago, I I wouldn't know. Fuck no. I would yeah, I, I would yeah. know the I would know the immediate ones that I'm already thinking of now, but there'd be so many random people that is just like, yeah, I w- I'll give this to you. I'll give this to you. And those people just fade from your life. Yeah. I also right. think the amount matters. Like <clears throat> there's an amount like and I don't I don't I don't know if it's 100 bucks, you know, 300 bucks, whatever, like they're the people that I would be willing to lend it to. Like, even if they have a hundred percent intention on paying me back, there's an amount like threshold where I'm like, if I never get it back, I don't get it back. Like, it's not because they're like trying to be malicious or anything like that, but you know, maybe they just never really, you know, they, you know, and, and I wouldn't expect it. Like now if we're talking 4k, you bet your ass, we're going to get a payment plan set up, you know, but right. You know, well, if does I'm, that if just depend on your income or does that just, you know. I guess I'm curious on that. Like, just that just depend on how much leeway you have. Like, say you're a millionaire and you're like, does it, does that change your, your answer? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Like, I think it's like a percentage of my, you know. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was kind of wondering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like if I'm, if I'm, if I got like, if I'm making, you know, 500 K a year, I'm like some seat, you know, exec or whatever. And someone comes to me and they're like, Hey, can I borrow 500 bucks? And there's someone who I care about who has good intentions. It's not like they're going out to buy, you know, like drugs or something. They literally just need to get by one more month paying their bills. Um, I would, I would, I would say, yeah. And then no timeline on getting this back. And, and probably it, if I was making that, there's also a threshold of if I'm making that much and they're asking for this little, like, look, this is not a loan. This is just to help you, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of variables <clears throat> that come into play with that. Like well, that's what you got to be careful of because what's the amount that they're willing to ask for that they can get away with like that they don't ex- they know that you're good hearted in your nature to not ask for money back because of your you know your wealth and what have you but i've had even in my early 20s like brad was saying earlier i made good money i didn't have kids i didn't i was single life and i was shelling buying the like, great goose parties. i was i was I was the one that was making the money and I was providing the party. And then I had friends ask for loans, you know, what have you just here and there that I never got paid back for. And a lot of those, the, the one situation that I actually like, I was a close friend with this guy and we went gambling. Of course it was stupid, but you know, that gambler little mentality, like, Oh, I could win it back. I can win it back. And he ended up borrowing like 14, $1,500, which, you know, I had to, you, to, to lend him. Homie but, be rich. Oh, I was making good money. I didn't have hardly shit for bills. And, yeah, you're like two roommates. Yeah. All and those he, hobos he would, you've been making out with. <laughs> you know, the 350s rolling in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's just looking Residual. for people holding a, sack, a satchel with it on a stick. And <clears> they're just like, oh, I, I'm going for that guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Residual income. 
that, that particular guy ended up he he started paying me back like because it was one of those close friends at the time that you're like trusted enough and you know his character that he would pay you back and so that's where i you know kind of stayed and he started paying me back and then next thing you know like two weeks later he gets in a car wreck with brad and loses his arm loses yeah, his job wild crazy and so but yeah, he loses the, his arm. I came out fucking scot free. It's yeah, wild. So he, he worked at a, he worked at the job that he made more money than me. So he was like, I knew he was good for the money. He just didn't have access to it. So any the first week he ended up paying me five hundred bucks. So I was like instantly, yeah, he's gonna he's paying me back. Like I know this is gonna happen. But then it ended up being like fourteen hundred dollars that he owed me after that. And with a situation like that, I mean, guy just lost his arm. Like, I didn't expect the money. I chalked it up to a loss and I was didn't even worry about it. It was like six months later that we ended up kind of losing touch and I randomly sp- spotted him at the bar and I don't even know why or how he had this cash on him, but he did. And we didn't even communicate this, but it's like, Oh, I got your money. I was like, and I was like, Oh, don't worry about it. Too. I thought he was just going to like buy me shots or something. And he just hands me the rest of my money. I was like, what the wow. hell? And then that's why I wait on him. It's probably, probably on him. I mean, he he is a good guy, and he's yeah, he's, he's just a, a pretty standard dude. wild card. Yeah, he's a but, fucking wild card. But I I think it's gotta be. Life. Yeah, I think it's gotta be like, again, like I'm thinking back. You know, I now it's different when you're in your early 20s, and then when we're at now, like I'm kind of like on Timbo's side, where like I feel like I've weeded out those that wouldn't do the same for me, right? I think about who would do the same for me if I needed it. That's who I'm probably going to be able to do the same for for them, right? And and I kind of stick by this, like, I'm going to give this to you, not expecting it back. So if someone came to me, I okay, I'm not going to just shell out 4K to someone right now. I'd be like, hey, can I give you like 300 bucks now, help you get by, and just let's just take this like step by step, you know? And if I'm willing to every month, give them 300 bucks. till they hit that 4k that helps them get by. Like that's on me. Like I, I I almost, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a slippery slope where I don't want to have to rely on getting that money back because crazy scenario, they lose their arm in a car accident, lose their job. And who knows what happens from there? Like that's just fucking crazy by the way that that happened. Um, That's that one where it's like, you know, you, you cannot predict that shit. But, you know, my, my, you know, I have a really good buddy that, you know, lives in a different state, but I, you know, when he's in town, we see each other all the time. Like I would do that for him in a heartbeat and I know he would do the same for me, but I I know it would be just, he would understand that this is, you may be asking for this, but I'm only comfortable giving you this because it's what I can afford right now. And he would never expect it back from me and vice versa. And I think those are kind of like, you know, if it's just like, Oh, this guy I went to high school with, we bumped into each other and he's like, Oh, remember we used to be best friends. Like, Hey, I'm kind of in a bind. Can you help me out? Like, Oh man, I, I can't right now. You know, like, and I hate to be savage like that, but you know, it's, it's very no, situational. He There's a lot of the lotto, So no, well then fuck uh, me. Right. Yeah, you're getting <laughs> hey, here's 20 bucks. Go get yourself lunch. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bug. I'm going to need a thousand dollars, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but a, I also haven't been hard, asked for money a lot. So the nah. hard situation would be is if like you had a parent or someone that was close to you, like 
even let's go as direct as like a brother, parent, that would be tough, sister that you could see the pattern of constantly asking money from you and never paid you back. But I like this. Yeah, you had that you had that genuine like bond with them and you saw their situation. So anytime they asked for money, it was justified and you could see why they needed that money. But you never got the money back. They kept asking for more. Yeah, and then they more. asked for a K. One, one yeah, K. Yeah, and then at that point, like, what's the cutoff? Because <clears throat> you almost turn into an enabler to not allow them yeah. to mm-hmm. fix their own situation. It can only be so many sob stories one after another yeah. before it turns into, you got to get your shit figured out. Yeah. I'm not here to give you money. <clears throat> and then yeah. all those loans you give them, like... When do you get that money back? Pretty much chalk it up to a loss. Uh, you'd have to, but this is, I tell this to you know my family. I tell this to everyone. I'm just pretty straight up about it. This is my rule. I said, I'm not willing to help you unless you're willing to help yourself. And if I don't feel like you're going to help yourself, I'm not going to help you. because, And that includes me giving you money and you don't do anything with it over and over. I don't feel like you're helping yourself. Or you're not and, progressively doing anything. Like I just, I just tell people, and I feel like it gets me in a lot of trouble because I tell I'm pretty open about it. I'm like, hey, I'll help you. I'll help. I'm very, you know, I got a big heart. I'm willing to help everyone except if you're not willing to help yourself. I will not fucking help you. Can't do especially, it. Especially yeah. like you, you get rule. to dictate, dictate those terms too. It's like <laughs> helping yeah. yourself is not what you define as helping yourself. Like I'm the one providing you the money yeah. or whatnot. Helping yourself is how I evaluate you. Exactly. Exactly. You can't tell me that you're helping yourself when I don't view it that way because I'm the one. Yep. I mean, business wise, I'm the one to leverage. I'm the one with everything to lose. Yep. And I'm doing this pretty much as like a gift because a loan is, you know, probably yeah. not. Yeah. With interest. Right. Yeah, and there ain't no interest. You, you'd be lucky to get half. You got like negative 50% interest. Right. So it, it's up to you to set set those terms. Right. Like I, I think that's why I kind of like it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I like it because it's definitely not like easy ever to say, but I'm very open about it, and I just start with that. Like especially with people, like if I've given a little bit of money, I'm like, hey, listen. <clears throat> I'm not going to help you unless you help yourself. And I start with that. I lead with it every time. It, it might soften the blow or make it more comfortable for me or whatever. But I say that every time because I'm like, I don't feel like you're doing anything. And it, I mean, that part's a little harder, but I'm like, I think that's important though. Like, it's very important because I'm like, I want to see you succeed, but I don't feel like you're doing that. So I can't help you. If I feel like you're just going to be a dumbass and blow your shit because if yeah. I'm helping you, like all I'm doing is enabling you. And I tell them that I'm like you enable them. I'm your crutch. If I keep providing this for you, you don't have to ever stand on your own two feet. You know, like it sucks, but you're also hurting them. If you don't say this to them and it's tough, but if you don't tell them this, they might never realize it. But I mean, there's an off chance that they might. And if they have a plan or whatever, like, Hey, okay. I heard what you said. You know, I want to do this. Can I have a little money to start this? Okay, I'm willing to start that because it looks like you're trying. You know, and then if you fool me again, like, all right, well, all right, you get no more. But at least then, like, they know where the line is. They know where I stand. 
you know, yeah, you got to set boundaries and <clears throat> all that. And, and, and I think at the end of the day, regardless of situation or your relationship with someone, I mean, it's very true that if you're not going to help yourself, you're just going to go right back down the path that you were on. You might get, have some moments of greatness and shine for a little bit, but then once that well is dry and you're back to where you were and you burn that bridge with someone who was there to help you, but you didn't help yourself. Like it's just a repetitive cycle and you know, it's just not healthy, you know? And it, and it does like, like Brad, you said, or, and I think P you said is it sucks. Like when you have to put those parameters in place and set those boundaries, but you know, like you both said, you just end up becoming an enabler and, and allowing someone to throw their tantrum and like, a re- it's like you're rewarding it and like letting it happen and encouraging it, you know? So, yeah. And, you know, I mean, I guess I've been pretty open with my family about this stuff, but so they kind of already know, but like, it's a, it's a thing. Like I've seen it in my family a lot, like that, like when people get enabled, like I see it and it bothers me. So I, I, I had to draw a line sooner or later. And I, I mean, I can't stop everyone else from doing that, but I can stop myself from doing that and enabling shit. Cause I'm like, it bothers me. And then I see it because it's like a, a crutch or, and I just see, I don't know if it bothers me more that other people do it or the fact that I know that it doesn't help them. And I know the fact that it literally just sets them back because they will never stand on their own two feet. I think that's part that bothers me. I don't know about the most, but I know it bothers me because I'm like, they need to learn. And you can never learn if, if somebody always does it for you. Like picture a, a, a young kid. Like if you just, hey, um, let's write your ABCs and you just write all the letters for them. They're never going to fucking learn. Let's do it yeah. themselves. Same concept. Right? And that's how I picture it. So I'm like pretty firm on that stance. And I, you know, it is what it is. I just... You know, I'm like, hey, it, it, it is what it is. Like, you can hate me for it or you can love me for it. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, uh, I feel like they at least respect the fact that I, you know, at least stand my ground on it. The shit thing is when you hear or like, or if you witness like people that you care about and that you love, you witness them getting taken advantage of. And you know they're getting taken advantage of, but they always have an explanation of why they do this, why they do this. But it's just like, okay. It's justification. How, like, are you... Google narcissist. Oh, buddy, I've already done that. Uh, (laughs) But... But, I mean, it's just... It's it's, It's a slippery slope. Especially if it's someone that you, like, really care about. That's what makes it tough pisses you off yeah. and then you almost build resentment for the person doing it to them even yep. though you don't have a bad relationship with them directly yep right it does though it's weird it it, it just does and it's shitty yeah you lose respect for them for something they don't even know that you lost respect for them. i don't know isn't it shitty yeah, it's weird they're not helping them they're just enabling them and that that gets super frustrating you know, like, cause, cause let me picture this, like, okay. So the people that are enabling, what happens when they're no longer able to provide that financial shit, they get a bind or they're no longer around. Then what? Yeah. Uh, like, I don't temporary. know. I guess they just leech onto somebody else. 
Well, they spiral. What's gonna, yeah, it's what it's yeah. going to turn out to spiral, be. Yeah. Well, they spiral. They turn, and you can't, they, they, you, they become worse. They become worse by you enabling. Because they can't handle anything. You enable and say it's a week, a month, a year, a decade, whatever it is. Like, however, the longer it goes, the further away they get from the truth. And in order to recognize the truth and what they need to do to be who they are to keep, you know, their own two feet moving forward, right? And then to Brad, to your point, that 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 person who was keeping them afloat for so long is gone or no longer in the picture. They're so they're even further detached from reality and the norms of how to go about your shit. And it's like, one, it's harder for them. Like think about like, think about, and this is because well, that, and, and you've been so your, your mind's been so clouded for so long. It's it's like, say you, you know, I took Spanish in high school and when I got into college, I took a little bit more and then I haven't taken any since then. Like I know far less Spanish now than I did back then because I've been so separated from it for so long. And it's just like, take like an addict, right? Yes. Once you, if you're enabling and enabling and enabling and helping them, and then all of a sudden you cut that off, they lose it and they spiral and they're, they're banging on their closest friends or family's doors. Like I need money. I need help. I need this. And like, they're just uncontrollable. And I know it's a, bad comparison maybe in this situation but Eh, not bad it's it's kind of kind of relative where you help them along this path and then all of a sudden they go from getting what they want and what they need to get through the day-to-day you cut that off and it's like holy shit what do i do you panic and you act irrationally yeah it's because you never learned any coping mechanisms or any or how to handle anything in life and it's easier to learn lessons when you're younger and and grow but when you're older you think you have it all figured out so it's even harder to learn like you can't teach a dog new or old dog new tricks that sort of thing but as a human you know you're like hey well i'm i'm 35 or 40 like i have it all figured out like i've lived life but you haven't learned how to cope or or you know, any life skills that have teach you how to overcome that shit. So when you're then you don't know how to do it. And so you fucking panic and then it's a real shit show. And then you spiral like an addict, like you're saying, I think it's a good comparison. Yeah. I think it's a great comparison because, and it kind of sucks because like you, you put that same mentality into just like, like how you raise your children. You don't want to, enable them in certain senses to not allow them to build their own tools, how to figure shit out. I mean, Mm -hmm. you sit there and enable, you know, this particular scenario of, you know, providing money for a family member, constantly bailing them out of a situation. You almost do the same thing with like your kids. If you're not giving them the tools to succeed and learn by themselves, like they're not going to figure it out. And so the, when you cut them off in a sense, like they're going to be like, well, what the hell? This is what I'm used to. This is, this is how my life has been. So why are you doing this now? Are you mad at me? Do you hate me? Blah. Yeah. They're lost. It turns into like, yeah, there's lost. And then they don't have the means to build themselves back up and, you know, kind of figure it out themselves because they haven't been taught that. I mean, loosely because you can figure shit out by yourself without being taught but 
you but you're right. You kind of need a right direction to move. Yeah, you need some guidance. I mean, you you have to though. Like you have to figure out those skills. And you know, I, I've been listening to a lot of you know Jordan Peterson lately. He's one of my favorite people. And uh, you know, he he just I don't know. He always he always comes with these you know good quotes and like you know psychological stuff and and all this. But you know, he he just keeps saying um, about how people. Um, cope with things or how they overcome things but he was just saying like if you don't fail in life and learn how to get back up yourself and he's like then you never learn anything in life because if you don't learn how to get back up then you i don't know he was always saying like failure is the best tool in life because like when you fail then you learn what not to do and then you learn how to get back up so to speak and he's like that's how you get to to success so if you fail a bunch, he's like, you don't just land on success your first try. He's like, you have to fail. And be like, okay, well, that's what not to do. I'm going to adjust. I'm going to adapt. I'm going to do this. If you never learn those skills or anything, then you never learn how to get to the success part because you've never failed. And you don't know what that feels like. And you don't have any motivation. And he goes into a bunch of other shit. But I think it was very important that you have to fail in life. And I think that's all aspects. I mean... I fail all the time and it sucks, but I look back on how much I've learned from failing and how much it's taught me and how much I've matured and everything else from it. Like it's astronomical on what I think failing has done. That's where like the enabler kicks in because like I've had that, you've had that. It would be hard to watch somebody that you care about have that happen to them, like watch their failure and, know that you have to let them go through that failure for them to learn those lessons and not help out when you have the means to help out and kind of get them out of that situation. It's tough. You could end their pain and their, you know, whatever they're going through, but it's tough, in your man. mind, you're like, you, you know, they got to figure this out for themselves. I could end this. And I know when I was going through blah, 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 it, it sucked, but I came out better because I went through that and dealt with that myself. Yeah, that, so to watch someone go through that. Oh man, like, I know. I've I've had to watch you know a couple people do it, and it's super fucking tough to watch them fail. But I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, you have to fail, man. Like I can't be there to hold your hand or like walk you through this one. I can't like, and it's so tough to do that because you're like, I know the the tools and I know these things to help <clears> you, but if I tell you, you're not going to listen and you're going to fall back because I'm out here lending another hand and and doing it for you almost. And, and that was, I don't know, I did it. And that was one of the toughest things I've ever done is just to sit and wait and be like, no, you have to figure this one out yourself. Like you have to do it because I can't do it. I've done it for so long. If I do it again, I know the pattern. I know it. I see it and I have to wait. And that was super tough. But then doing that, then you see the person that become having to struggle and fail and get back up and then you see the person they are and you're like, fuck, maybe, maybe I did do the right thing. No matter how tough it was. I think it's interesting because like we all played sports, you know, growing up and everything. And like, you know, you think about, you know, if you won every single game and all that, at some point you will lose a game. And then how do you respond? You know, I think about like the NFL, right. That's going on. And how many seasons we've been exposed to were like, Brady was like on the path to have an undefeated season and then they lose on week, 
you know, 15 and how are they going to respond? And is it better that they lose earlier in the season so they can learn from it than later in the season and all that. But whether it's sports, whether it's life, whether it's your job, whether it's relationships with your friends or family, the way I envision is like, if anybody's ever worked out, you know, when you, if you, if you first start working out your hands, like just get destroyed. Right. But if you keep at it and you don't True. give up, then you build up calluses and you build up some toughness in your hands and your body. And the first time, like if you haven't worked out in a long time and you work out, like, dude, everything hurts so bad. Like yeah, you stuff like you didn't muscles. even know. Fuck. You didn't even know that you could be in that much pain. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's just like life, mm-hmm. man. Like calluses, like need to build up on your like your uh, how do i put this your your mentality your your mindset you have to be beaten down a little bit to build those calluses on your mind on your vision of life and things like that in order to power through the shit that comes later in life you know when you're grade school high school maybe even college like your worst problem is like getting dumped not making the team like some some shit that like yeah it sucks in the time being but at the in the grand scheme of things, like when life really hits you, like do you have calluses built up from everything that you failed at and that you powered through? And like just like working out, just like playing a sport, just like having a passion, like whether you're playing an instrument or singing, like you have to condition yourself to be able to handle the shit, right? And I think oh. that's like kind of what enabling takes away is yeah, you know. It, it takes away that ability to build up those, you know, mental calluses and shit like that. Man, they're, they're so necessary. And um, I'm going to just, you know, apologize in advance, you know, if I trigger anyone um, or say anything out of line here. But uh, this is what I truly believe. I, you know, and, and you know, there's there's been people I'm around who, you know, been around it too or been, been doing it. But like, um, you know, I truly believe... Um, you know, like if people in their life haven't been through my, or haven't learned the proper coping mechanisms or, um, how to, how to deal with certain things, like they, they tend to make bad decisions. They want to harm themselves or, or stuff like that. Like, um, so I, I really think like failing in life at a young age or learning how to get back up. Cause if you have people who you know, kind of, I don't know, help you through it or do it for you. Like, you know, you never learn, like we're saying, but <clears throat> I know, like, I don't know, people around me or people close to me, like that, you know, in family and stuff that, you know, I've been around, like if, if you, if you learn some things and stuff and, and I know it's not every scenario and, and anything like that, but, you know, I think it's so important to actually learn coping mechanisms or learn how to get back up. Like, Hey, this isn't the worst thing in life. I've been through worse, you know, and because one of my favorite quotes from Eric Thomas is like, what breaks people is the fact that you never thought you could be broken. Not the fact that, you know, this, this thing happened to you, but it's the fact that you weren't prepared that this catastrophe could even happen to you. And I, and I, I'm a hundred percent with him on that. Cause I mean, I've been fucking broken 
a lot. And I'm like, fuck, man, this is the worst thing in the fucking world. And it's because I was never prepared for it. And if I would have been or thought that this was even a possibility, like I probably wouldn't even been down that path or, you know, been hurt so much by it. And, you know, and it's, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's almost like a sad thing. I mean, I know like suicide rates are like, you know, pretty high on everything. And, and I know people harm themselves and I know kids get bullied and stuff in school and stuff. But like, if, I mean, not saying it'll cure everything by any means, but like, if you can learn how to get back up and learn, like if you got beat down or or this happened to you and you learn how to get back up, you can learn the proper steps or the coping mechanisms or even learn like, Hey, well, this happened to me and maybe this isn't so bad. Right. Yeah. There's definitely stuff that you can't prepare for in life either. Cause yeah. you're going to get hit with that for the first time ever. But learning how to get back up from that is huge. Cause I mean, think back to like your guys' first heartbreak. <laughs> you weren't prepared for that. And no. there's nothing you could have been prepared for that. Like that oh. fucking rocked your world. You thought this is the worst. Oh yeah. And but and you drew it over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, then it just you get over it though. I mean, right. And you become stronger from it because then you can, you know, move on. Next time it happens, if it happens again to you, you remember like I can get past this. Yeah, it's the old the old saying time time heals everything, but that's a loaded saying because the time is mostly experiences. You experience it and you learn to deal with it. Yeah. So time passing alone is not going to heal. It's what you do in that time that allows you to yeah, learn and, yeah. and prepare and heal and you know kind of build up an immunity. Right. to situations like that i like that p i like that because yeah, i'm i'm kind of similar like i don't know if you actually like heal like fully from everything because you still remember it and like you still have like scars so to speak yeah. you know and and it, it like does damage to you but i'm i'm a true believer in like kind of what you're saying timbo is like you've been through what you thought was the worst at the time so this next one isn't as bad even though it's might even be the same shit you know, and if it was your first one, it would probably hurt just as bad. But since you've already been through that other one, you know, you know, you can make it through because you've been through one before. And and that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, if you can, you know, go through some shit in life. That's why I feel like getting back up from the shit you go through, because everyone goes through shit in life. I don't think anyone's exempt, whether people you know, bug over here, things stubbing his toe, you know, his little analogy loves it. But like everyone goes through their shit, the, which they might think is the end of the world. But if you learn how to get past that, or if you go through that and you get back up, then you realize the next thing, even if it's not even the same thing, like even if it's a heartbreak compared to, you know, whatever else happens to you totally unrelated, like you realize that, you can fight through shit because you've been through tough shit before. So you know that you can get through more tough shit, even though it's different. Like you, I don't know, you just become tougher, I guess. And I think that's life really. Like you just get tougher as you go. What doesn't kill you, make you stronger. You know, old saying. Good song. Well, yeah. Song. Kanye. Yay for yay. Yeah. 
Kanye, I guess. I was, th- I was thinking <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, but that's just Kelly me. Clarkson. Oh, well, I was thinking Kanye. <laughs> oh, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> oh. But along those lines, though, like it, it's it's all about mindset too, because you can go through that, you can go through tough times and get past it, as long as you have the mindset that you're going to, you know, learn from and deal with it, and not have the mindset of when it happens again or something similar or something traumatic. <clears throat> that it's why is why does this keep happening you know what yeah. worse you know how much worse can it get like you sit there and start saying things like that then it's like that's very victim mentality like hey you build yourself the, a little cage yeah the fact of the matter is that this life doesn't give a shit about you and no. it'll <laughs> chew you up and spit you out and yeah when it comes to like pity me you know why 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 it's the only reason you're thinking of like the why is because you're thinking in your own little world of what's happening to you and uh, why is this happening to you? It's like, okay, that's or so I can just change the narrative and think of it a different way. I know it's not that easy. I mean, that would be the the best way to have it happen is to change the narrative and change your perspective on it. But if you just even try, just, just try and think a little differently. Try and realize that okay this happened to me because of this not this happened to me and this is how bad it hurt me and i have to deal with this now it's like no like use it as a stepping stone yeah the world isn't up to get you you're not that important sorry to break it to y'all you're not that important the world doesn't give a fuck about you it does it to everyone that's the thing that i think you know is the you know i I just want to I'll let you go, B, but I just want to reiterate that. It's like, we're going to give a fuck about you. You're not that important. Like, you need to figure that part out because, yeah, I mean, you might be going through it. It might feel like the world's ending, but honestly, you can't blame anyone. There's there's nothing new that's probably not happening to someone else at the same time or that already happened to somebody. You're not the first person to get dumped or, you know, anything like that. Like, you know, you, you're not that important, buddy. Yeah, I mean, it'll... It'll whoop your ass if you let it. Yeah. But you have to you have to realize who who uh you are important to because you might not be important to the world, but you are the world to somebody. So yes. think point. of that when you're going through hard times of you know, I have to be strong to set an example for somebody. Or I have to you know, get through this situation. So down the line, I mean, who, maybe it's your kids. Maybe you're trying to set an example for your kids. You know, I can't let them know that I'm, you know, going through my adult problems. They're children. Let them be children. Yeah. Later on in life, they might be able to reflect and look back on it and remember and be like, wow, I can't believe you did this and you didn't say anything about it. Like, well, that was not your problem. That was the world against me. Yep. And I wasn't letting it happen. I was making your world better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just want to read it. I guess it might have sounded like, you know, I was being an asshole for a second, but I was just talking about the victim mentality specifically. Like, you're not that important being a victim. Like, the world's out to get you. Yeah, your problem, you know, it might seem like the world's ending, and yeah, that's 100% because your feelings are, you know, it'll feel it. You know, I think every one of us have felt bad times, and it feels like shit. 
not taking away anything from that, but don't think that you're the only one who goes through it or that you're the only one that the world's out to get because it happens to everyone. That was kind of my point. Yeah. I think no, I, I read it. like, oh, go ahead. Sorry, P. I was just going to say it, it's a heart. It's a harsh message if you let it be literal. Like if you, if you take a good, if you just take it for the message itself and just try and, you know, dissect it and be like, yeah, you're right. Like I could, you know, this could happen tomorrow and the world will go on, but you have to create your own, you know, your own happiness and everyone around you to make them happy and understand your worth because shit will happen no matter what. You can't stop it. What you can do is learn from it and make your your world value. You create your own value. Yeah, I, th- I think the funny thing, and, and, and Brad, I I didn't take it. What you were saying is like being an asshole. I think I took it as, look, everybody, whether it's big to someone, small to someone else, or vice versa, like everybody goes through shit, and you're allowed to have feelings, have emotions, have reactions to it. But once you work through all that, it's kind of how you respond that defines kind of who you are. You know, like you, you can have one of the biggest losses that affects you. And maybe it doesn't, you know, maybe you lose a right, but this person losing a, it's not that big a deal. Right. So you got to take your situation like for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. And if you have the biggest loss in your life, you're allowed, you know, validate your feelings, understand you can have feelings. You can be pissed. You can go through all the emotions, all the cycle, like have your, your period to get through all that. It's truly like how you come out of that, that defines who you are. Because like, I think most of you said, everybody goes through shit and like, (laughs) dude, it's been a minute, but I'll even go back to, Everybody stubs their toe, but it affects everybody differently. And and that's a very baseline example. But like <laughs> I stubbing your toe to <laughs> I brought it up. I was like, oh, bugs. Did you I miss that? I sorry, oh, my dog I didn't, didn't no, shit. I no. didn't get into it. I just said oh, it's bugs toe analogy. <laughs> yeah. but it's like it's like certain things affect certain people differently, and everybody's worst nightmare is different. Because oh. of based on who they are and what they've gone through, right? So, again, it's okay to be pissed and to have all these feelings and emotions. It's just really like once you work through that, like what? who are you at the end of that? Like are you bigger, stronger, better, <clears throat> or are you a victim? I think, Brad, you said are you a victim? Are you yeah. subject to blaming others? Are you subject to whatever? Like, Yeah, just don't it, think it, you're the only one the, that stubs their toe, basically. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah, it might hurt. You might think it's worse than the next guy, but I don't think you're the only one that stubs it, you know? Yeah. Cause you're not. And what, what you, and what you might think isn't a big deal might be a big deal to someone else and vice versa. Like you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta understand everybody's different. Like we're all freaking unique and you know, um, it's okay to have feelings and like work through them. It's just at some point you got to power through and you got to, if you don't want to get stuck in the trenches and you want to like live and, and enjoy your life, you got to find ways yourself and through people and through experiences to make your life what you want it to be. 
Yes. We'd all love to be billionaires and, you know, have, you know, no financial problems, or we would all love to be athletic or we'd all love to be good at singing or whatever, but like, take what you got, work with it and make what you can out of what you've been provided. You know, like, cause I'm not like, listen, I ain't joining the NBA anytime soon at five ten. you know, with my athletic skill, you know, I know other people have done it, but it's like, you got to take what you're given and what you work towards and make it the most, you know? Yep. And, and, and not be so stuck on, you know, I have people in my life that constantly compare themselves to others. It's like, look, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be happy. You know, even if, even if you're one of the most richest, successful people, if you're still comparing yourself to others, you're never going to have enough. You're never going to be enough. Nah, there's a difference between comparing and motivating. Like if you're like, hey, I want to live like this guy. I'm going to use that as motivation to get there. Difference than comparing like, oh, I live like shit and he makes all this money and he's not even that much better than me. You're going to fail every fucking time. You know, and I I don't know. I mean, there's so many lessons in that itself, but... You know, with, I don't know, I, I guess we could maybe bring it back. Like, if you're full circle, bug. But it, yeah, it, yeah. so say you stub Stubbing your toe, if you stub your toe, circle, right? Go. You stub your toe and. Just don't have a beard. I ain't know, making out with you. But, hey. <laughs> but say you stub your toe, you know, and, um, you know, say your, you know, your buddy bandage his is up you know, wraps it up, whatever, whatever he's got to do. And then your mom comes and bandages yours up. You don't learn how to bandage your shit up. Your buddy did. You didn't learn. So the next time you stub your toe, you don't know what the fuck to do. So first full circle, you need to learn how to get up or fight through your own problems yourself. Otherwise, you never learn how to deal with them. And it's always somebody who's dealt with them before, like, oh, maybe your mom stubbed her toe so she knows what to do for you. Yeah, she wants to take care of you. But you also, sometimes it's better to keep shit yourself and learn how to handle it yourself and figure it out yourself because it's going to teach you the proper tools and skills to succeed in life. Especially as an old dog said. Mm-hmm. It's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, but that doesn't mean you can't learn. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe you break that cycle, thirty-five years old, forty years old, however old, but you've broken that cycle. It's not over for you. You just, you know, you have a late start, but you are still capable of learning that. You can still figure it out yourself, and it's not going to be easy because it wasn't. It's never easy to have to learn how to deal with a lot of shit and how to figure yourself out because a lot of times. I didn't really even know myself fully until, I mean, I probably still don't even know. I still learn things all the time. I have breakthroughs and it's like, I can't believe like this is how I was in the past. And now I've learned this. And then I apply that to like, you know, I wish my kids would think this way. And then they open my eyes to a different way of thinking. I'm like, okay, so you're constantly learning. So allow yourself to learn. Don't allow everyone else to do the thinking for you and do be the problem solver because then you'll just stay on that treadmill. Yeah, especially yeah, as an adult, that, right? 
<laughs> Good. Yeah, or even just like a, a young adult or, a, you know, a kid growing up. Because I think that was one of the the best lessons my family taught me, like almost unintentionally or, yeah, pretty much unintentionally. They taught me how to fend for myself because, you know, growing up, once I reached that, you know, those teen years, early adult years, they couldn't, they didn't have the means to provide me with everything that I needed, all the money I needed for the things I wanted to do. And that what their solution was, go get a job, get this stuff for yourself. When I was like 15, 16 years old, I wanted a cell phone, just like all my friends who gotten on their parents' plans and they couldn't afford that. And so they're, they told me, get a job and go get one for yourself. And so I did. And that motivated me to go do that. And then I learned those lessons too along the way. Like, oh, you ran out of minutes. Should have handled your money better. <laughs> Something kids will never you know did. now. <laughs> you date yourself, buddy. Man, what do you got? Are you up on burners? I was trying to buy my first rotary phone. <laughs> call, me, call me back at nine. I get free nights and weekends. Oh, yeah. That's I fine. use all those free nights and weekends. If I cross county lines, I Wait, I'm, don't I'm text roaming. me yet. <laughs> you crazy? Until nine o'clock. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> We're not dating till after nine. All right. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. I mean, like, I had to pay for my own gas, my own cell phone, my own everything. It's huge. And it, it, you, it, you see, you see that example playing out generationally, like even just between us and even like young twenties. You see work ethic and you see everything changing and you see that they're brought up in a different, like it's a close to our time range, but not in our time range. And I mean, that's like 10, 15 years in Bugs case. You dusty bastard. But you see I, like. I'm not the oldest one here. Can we just fucking realize that? Come on. Wait, is that a real thing? Wait. <laughs> Wait, Timbo, are you still on any time minutes? Is it past nine? Yeah, are we out of line right now? Oh, oh, plan, guys. He's still up on burners, guys. He's, he's ahead of us. <laughs> but it's crazy when you see when you see like that that change happening because just to get good, you know, good help and good work, that that work ethic is almost just gone. And a lot of it, I think, comes down to we went you, you have the the parents that have the mindset of I went through this shit, so I don't want my kids to go through this shit. So they protect them from it when they're basically just hurting them because they end up raising entitled spoiled kids who don't know any better just because that's how they're brought up. And you watch those, those values and those good lessons that we talk about now that we are very thankful for and we're proud of go away in a lot of kids and i mean that could even affect their next generation and then it's almost like that saying i'm pretty sure you know it, brad but it's like like tough times create hard men finish yep. off because i can't remember the whole thing it's uh wait a second oh, yeah. hold on 
Now you you just stay yeah. put, but I know Hold where on. you're gonna go. I know, and I ain't I know, got yeah, truth I know you got aroused real quick. Brad but... to finish you off after that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've already fluffed myself. Please go. Tough man, or tough times create hard men. Finish me off, Brad. <laughs> wow. Well, no, no, no. If we're gonna for a billion dollars, Bob. If we're gonna dissect my my shit from earlier, your shit better well be on the chopping block. Uh, fair enough. Go wow. ahead. I got a beard though, so no way. It's uh, <laughs> uh, tough times create strong men. Uh, strong men create easy times. Easy times create weak men. Weak men create tom- tough times. And yeah. it's a cycle right. of humanity, really, Basically like since the dawn of time. <clears throat> you know, you know, in the less gay yeah. way. But it's fine. Yeah, okay. but, Listen, guys, but I say it, more yeah. dumb shit than anyone on this podcast. So I have to take every fucking example, every opportunity I can. All right, oh, yeah, we're not gonna just you. we're not gonna just like let that one slide. Oh, yeah, we can't slide. Yeah. I don't care how serious we are on the podcast. If I have a avenue, I'm fucking taking it. Oh yeah, well, yeah, but it's uh, it, yeah, that, that's a cycle, man. That that's what it is. That's literally what goes on in humanity. I mean, I I like that quote a lot just because it's so true. You guys know who said that by chance? Like. I know it doesn't matter, but <laughs> I think Brad just said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll, let me take, look I'll at take the credit, credit actually. Hard man, Brad, finish me off. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right, it's Who's a good, it's a good quote. That? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a good quote. Please. It's a good finish. Oh, hello. Here we go. I don't know who said it first, but I know it's been quoted by many. Uh, I never heard it until <clears throat> on you said it, Brad, one time on here and it's crazy because I've thought of that before similar, you know, basically thought of that before thinking about how I want to raise my kids. Yeah. Because I remember thinking when I was younger, I don't ever want my kids to go through this. They're going to be on my cell phone plan. I'm going to be able to provide for them. Then as I got older, I realized those are the lessons or the things in my life that really made me who I am and taught me all these tough lessons that made me stronger. Yeah. Fuck no, they're going to do the same thing. Yeah. They're going to have to figure it out on their own too. Like I will be there to support them and wow. help them when they need it. Right. But yeah, when think they of that need mindset, it, Timbo, they need too. it. All right, here's That's I don't want to get too too deep into this or to go down a rabbit hole, but just because you were talking about that, like you you know what you want to do as a and you know you have an idea of like how you want to direct your kids. So I have my son and my baby mama. So I, you know, feel like I'm on a great path with my son. And then I hear stories when he's over at her house and it turns into a shit show. And it is that full fucking coddling. I'll be your friend. I don't want to make you mad. I'll fix your problems mentality. And it drives me nuts because it's like, you're undoing things that I'm doing here. And we've had conversations about it and it turns into just like a, she just feeds me full of bullshit. Oh yeah, we're being we're being hard on him. Hello, Hello. being hard, but uh, not sure. really. Sure, go on. <laughs> sure, go on. Sure, go on. <laughs> like I said, I don't want to get too into it. Oh, <laughs> He's too young. Nope. Hello. Yeah, we're gonna let that one slide. Be go on. <laughs> no, we're good. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm finished. Oh uh, wow. Hello. Um. <laughs> I, I guess I guess I don't know my thoughts on that. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I'm gonna just skim by what you said. Um, but 
I, I think I think you'll be fine just because so glad it's not she me. might she might be uh coddling or whatever, but he'll run into tough times soon, right? And then he'll have to figure out how to figure out what that is. And then when those tough times come, like you'll just have to literally let him struggle through it or she will, you know, like, and if she doesn't, then he'll have to just learn later in life when she's not around to coddle him, which sucks. But sooner or later he's going to learn, but it'll just get harder and harder. Like if he just, you know, keeps going on in life and doesn't figure out how the fuck to figure it out. And she does that. That's what it'll do. In my opinion, like he'll figure it out sooner or later. Just be, you know, he might be 18 or 19 when he figures it out rather than he could probably learn this shit when he's, you know, 10, 11, 12. I, that's it's hard opinion. because I, I feel like I have, and I mean, it's pretty cocky of me to say, but I felt like I had a good blueprint and how to raise him and, you know, I'll preach it up, bro. Prepare, guarantee, pre- bro. Prepare him for that situation. All right, I'm gonna fucking preach. You guys, buckle your seat. <clears throat> yeah, bro, because you should. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all, mute. I'm all about, bro, building warriors, bro, because life's fucking tough. So go on. Oh, it pissed me off because I've, I've feel like I've fully prepared him for situations, and I've done a lot of talking to him. Like we have really good communication, and the points that I'd say to him, like I want to make sure he fully understands them, and he comes back to me and tells me that he fully understands him. And so he's, I feel like, okay, good. My job is done. I have, you know, guided him through this situation. We, I didn't go down his emo- emotional roller coaster with him. I stayed level and he, you know, leveled himself out because I wasn't willing to, you know, be super upset or be super sad. I was a parent. I wasn't, you know, his friend just going through those emotions with him. Mm-hmm. Then he leaves and goes down a fucking spiral. I mean, it's almost like clockwork. Regression. Sometimes I hear about it. Sometimes I don't. But then when I hear about it, it pisses me off because I'm just like, you are doing this kid no justice. Like you are fully enabling him to, to be his friend. Blah, blah, blah. And they call me for advice or they call me to defuse the situation which I do because it's my son. I love him and I want him to be okay. You know, men- I know he's mentally going through shit over there. I never see it here. I'm not trying to act like the golden parent, but I legitimately never see this kid that they talk about. I hear him over the phone, but I never see him. I never witness it. It never happens over here. Do you don't and tolerate it. What? <laughs> That's the thing. It's like I don't even have to not tolerate it anymore. Is I build, I built a foundation of expectations that weren't even like crazy. They were just simple guidelines, simple rules, simple respect. That it's not even like it now that when he comes over, it's fun. They even had the had the audacity to say that when he comes over to my house and he he has such a good time is because. Well, they ha- you have no rules over at dad's house. I'm like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? You fucking blew my hair back with that statement. Like, what are you talking about? I have more rules over here than you do over there. Yep. But they follow them because I have not changed my expectations on those rules. It's stability. It's called structure. Stability. Yeah, structure stability is is key. 
and it's such an easy atmosphere now because they know they're not going to get, you know, I, I always say this, let's say they do your kids do something five times and they're not in trouble. But that sixth time they got in trouble for it because of whatever mood you were in. That's when they're confused. And that's when they're just like, what the fuck is going on? And that's when they lash out and just be like, you know, start to argue. It's because there's no structure there. You're, you're getting mad at him for your, your mood you're in at the time. Yep. And that is confusing for a kid. That, that, I mean, that's confusing for an adult. Oh, so yeah. how the hell can you not expect a kid to be confused by it and to not, you know, push the envelope and see, you know, what else they can not, it's not even get away with, but it's just like, you know, let, well, let's see the boundaries. If they're not set, let's see where I can set them. Well, that's what the kid does. They push the boundaries to see what they get away with. But I mean, just think of, I mean, for me at least, confusion is the worst thing in the world as an adult. Imagine as, like, as a kid, it's even worse because you're trying to figure out life in general. As an adult, at least you think you have majority figured out. But when you're confused on a situation, you don't know why things are happening. It drives you insane. So as a kid, when you don't know why things are happening, you have to just guess like, oh, well, I did this before. Now I can't do it. Then you have to guess on why the reasoning is. And then you're really confused. And then you're really lost. And then you don't know what's happening. And then you do it again. And then then you're fucked. Yeah. Just, you're responsible for those emotions and you see them doing just fine and then they're out of your hands. They're yeah. going to their, their other house. They're going to mom's house. And that's when they start going all crazy. Oh, it pisses me off so bad as a fucking dad that bad, man. I mean, we, we co-parent well, but I think it's almost because I'm lax and just like you, you control your house. That's not my responsibility. But now that it's my kid's getting older and it's affecting him mentally and I can see him changing and like just see him traits that, that I just wouldn't expect from him, you know, selfish fucking is why, why is, why can't I get my way this way? Like that shit, that shit pisses me off because those, those are not the structures. Yeah, go ahead. So like, and, and it's because of something I, I heard or like, watched on from a specific person but when you like when you say to your son like if you do this again this will happen right Mm -hmm. maybe that's disciplinary or whatever and then are you someone that when that happens do you do it or do you try like are there times where it's like okay if you do it again i'm gonna are you like how, how what's your mindset on that let's just say right now from a situation that happened over at his mom's house. Um, so his, his mom lives with her husband's parents and he ended up disrespecting his stepdad's grandma. This is like a couple of days after he already lashed out at his parents anyway, but it was a disrespectful talk that we were having. And then he, I found out he disrespected his, grandma in a sense like pretty much his grandma so now he's writing in he's writing to i'm going old school he's writing down in a little journal i will not be disrespectful a hundred times a day and i'm sticking to it and 
I'm always very like, hey, it sucks on my end because this is the time that I get with you and I'm sorry that this has to happen. I don't say that to him. That's how I feel. I'm just like, it sure, sucks that sure. I, I have to, I have to discipline this way while he's here enjoying, you know, at my house. But I follow through with everything. I took his phone away months ago. Still hasn't got it back because I told him the stipulations to get it back. Hasn't followed through. Doesn't get it back. So I, I, the reason I asked that, and and I kind of knew I was going to get the answer that you just gave me, is because I won't, I won't get into who, but like basically, there was a dad who was sharing how he raised his kids, and it was he had a kid with this woman, and then he got remarried and had a, a couple kids with this other. And so it like creates an interesting dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. But he said, he goes, it's very easy to be a friend to your kids. It's very easy because you control the outcome, right? But when you set parameters and boundaries and expectations, if you don't follow through with them, like, so say you set a disciplinary action. If you do this, if you do A, then B is going to happen. Like, I'm going to take your phone away or you're going to have to write this in your journal or whatever. And then you don't follow through with it, you create confusion and you don't set expectations. If you follow through with it every time, they're going to understand, okay, so when dad or mom says this, then this will happen. So I'm not going to do that. If you create gray area where they might do it, they might not, then that creates, I'll test my waters. I'll test my boundaries. I'll try to see if I can get away with this. Right? Like how so easy is that message? But but Ugh. it's but it's it's so hard cuz especially when they're so young it's like dude I just want them to be happy they're kids whatever. But when you follow through with what you say you're going to do it creates an environment that they then say, "Well shit, dad said don't do this. If I do it, I will get punished with this." But if you don't set those and you don't stick to your guns, as hard as it may be, you say, I might get in trouble, but I might be able to like weasel my way out of it. And then yeah. they still do it. Like, that's the crazy thing. But it makes sense. You know, it makes sense. Like, the, you got to follow just... through with like, hey, hey, son, like if you do this or daughter or whatever, I will do this. And then you don't. It's like, like Brian was saying earlier, well, now we're confused. Now we don't know what the parameters are. They're too young to comprehend all that shit, you know, unless, unless you're just like a crazy, like dictator, like you don't enjoy discipline. It, I fucking hate it. Like sometimes it's just like, okay, you know that you messed up. You have to do this. But one of the worst things is like when you want to, like you got free time, you want to do something, you want to have fun, you want to laugh at them, but they're in trouble. You got to follow through with it. Yeah. You, you have to have the awkward air. You have to have that, you know, okay, I'm in trouble. I have to do this. I have to do this. I'm grounded from this. And the easy way is be like, okay, just this once. You can do this. Like, that's, I feel like that's lazy parenting. Right. The hardest think, parenting is to actually stick, stick to your guns. I see that raises a quick question. Um, do you think, so say you're, you know, you're, you know, yeah, I guess that one thing, like, oh, this one time. Do you think you could teach kids like a happy medium? You think that's a possibility? 
maybe a little bit off of your, you know. I, I think you have to explain it to him. You, Do you think you can explain that to him? You have to establish the the um, first portion. Like you have to establish those boundaries, and then it's possible. You can't do it and then try and establish those boundaries like because then it just turns into confusion like because then it turns into like a holy shit like dad's actually letting us do this this would never Mm -hmm. happen okay i won't set this as an expectation i'll actually you know just know that it's a one-off so yes but it has to be very structured and kind of just like a known thing that this isn't normal because yeah. okay. that, that won't, we're not going to make you know, fly. Right? Yeah. It's like one of those things where like, think about when they're older and they want to go to a dance, right. Or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm oh, creating this. And slow dance. it's like, Hey, look, you, <laughs> you guys, I told <laughs> oh, you, if you buddy. do this, ain't a million dollar dance. <laughs> I told you, if you do this, you're going to get grounded but I know this isn't a very important event for you. I'm going to let it slide, but after you're going to pay twice the punishment, right? I'm not only going to ground you, but I'm going to take your phone away and, and this, that, and the other, right? Like you ha- you have to let, you know, they're still kids. They're still learning. Mm-hmm. And as long as you, like P said, you you've established those boundaries and they know the expectations you're making an exception, but it's not the norm. And then you're also still punishing them with re- repercussions. It's almost like pain interest, right? Like, Hey, look, originally I was going to say you were grounded for the weekend. I'm going to let this, you're going to go to this dance or whatever, but you're not only going to be grounded for the weekend, but you're also get your phone away or whatever the case may be. Like you figure that out and you know, you still allow them to have their experiences and you don't want to take away like, monumental like things from their life unless they like again you have you have to weigh the what they did with what they're missing right and -hmm. they could still get punished for what they did but maybe what they're going to be missing is not quite equivalent so let's Mm -hmm. let them have their little dance or whatever i'm just it's just like the first thing that popped in my head but after that you understand the next weekend you're losing not only the weekend but this as well so Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and you kind of see what is important to them. They're like, "Well, fuck, I don't care about the dance. Like, I I need my phone next weekend. You know, like, whatever." But so, right? Let me let me have you guys decipher this one. So this is I don't know. It just popped up in my head when we were talking about all this. But you know, as a kid, I remember, um, you know, we we were in this uh, I don't know, uh, play place or whatever. You know, I was a pretty young kid, and I was being a little shithead, and my dad. I was like, hey, you know, quit doing this. I don't know exactly. I just remember the gist of it. And he's like, hey, quit doing this. And then he told me again, he's like, hey, if I have to tell you one more time, you know, when you get when you get home, he's like, I'm gonna whoop your ass. <clears throat> and I did it again. And he's like, Oh, I'm whooping your ass when we get home. And I remember being the best kid from then on out. Just Doesn't trying matter. to avoid it, right? Trying to avoid it. And then, I don't know what lesson there is in this to let you guys decipher. But literally, you know, I was in the best kid, got home, and I didn't say a word or anything. So I was like, oh, man, you know, I was such a good kid. Like, maybe I won't get it. Boom. Still whooping when I got home. And I was like, fuck. 
He's like, you know, you still, you know, I told you not to do it again. You, you did it again. I'm like, I don't know. And then, you know, still got a little whooping. I think in a little way that kind of ties in with what Bug was saying. Like, I'm not going to take away your moment. You're having fun. Enjoy this. But consequences are to be had because still I told you they were going to happen. Like, right. And if you and didn't, you're still following ass, through. You're still yeah. following through. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't make up for the bad with a little bit of good at the end there to get away with it. Yeah, you weasel bird. You thought you got away with that shit. <laughs> I don't know. There's a point lesser for me, though. You know, like, well, but if he would have killed Dingo and didn't do that, sir. you know, like, imagine I, if he didn't do that. Like, it but, wouldn't but, be memory for you now. Or imagine if I was a different person. I don't know. I mean, I could be a shithead think, now. Think about this. Think about you are. You you might have, and obviously, thanks. <laughs> we you might have you might have in your head, although you were your intentions were to get out of the whooping. You also didn't want to amplify that whooping. Like maybe you're oh, thinking. Yeah. Four or oh, five man. smacks or whatever All the right, case may be. If you see my dad, you don't want to amplify anything either, big motherfucker. Hell no. I'd so like it. maybe maybe your mindset was yes, maybe I can get out of this, but if I don't get out of it, maybe I at least don't extend the pain. You know, like yeah, true. I don't make it worse. I don't make true. it worse. Brad's dad could say that to me today, and I'd be best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, come yeah. on, Dick Rob. Really? <laughs> I'm, I'm 33. You got come on, come on, <laughs> you gonna put me in the corner, man? Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna fight it, but he makes you like drop your trousers. Like, I gotta get bare ass here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but oh man. I was just thinking though, like, imagine if I didn't learn that lesson as a kid, like yeah. you know, and and it's 33 years old, like I don't know why it randomly popped in my head, but like obviously it was a big lesson for me if I remember that, <clears throat> you know, and I'm going to definitely do that for like my kid because I'm like, Hey, like you need to learn, like life isn't forgiving either. Life will fucking yeah. knock on your ass and they don't give a fuck about you or Hey, if you're on your best behavior this week, you still fucked up and it's still, there's still consequences as in life. I think it's an important lesson. Especially I, if you're if you're told the consequences, like yeah, that's that's when it's like, hey, you do it again, you're done, and then you do it again. It's like I'm a well that's where the you, yeah, you little weasel. Ah, fuck it, can't so believe I, you got I, I didn't get out. I, I, I will say, tried, but what fucking? I'll say I, one of the best kid ones. One of the best ones, and I had my fair share, but I'm gonna actually like pin this on my sister. Okay, so when I was in like. I think I was in grade school. She might have still been in grade school. She might have been in high school. But my sister was someone who like her room was her sanctuary. Like she was in she loved books. She loved music. She had like 800 CDs and like 800 books. Like she could live it like she only came out for like a dinner. Right. And she would bring it back to her room. Like she lived in that room to the T. And I remember I was in the basement when we had a finish. We had a ranch house finished basement downstairs with my cousin who's like a couple years younger than me i just hear my sister going at it with my parents and my dad was someone who he's not an intimidating figure but like if it ever was don't let don't make me get my your dad involved like that's when you like puckered up and you're like shit's about to get real and i remember hearing from the basement my dad saying if you do whatever the fuck she did if you do it one more time i am taking your doors your door off your room. 
And that was like opening, opening her world to everyone, even though it was just in her home. Gone. Yeah, your privacy. That was that was like terrorism. Oh, and my dad. Devastating. (laughs) My dad. My dad was so stuck to his like he's like dude if i say something i am going to do it yeah, good if for i him, say i'm gonna climb way. mount everest i'm gonna climb mount everest yeah, good for and him. sure enough within like 10 seconds she back talked him and she said he goes okay i see him go out in the garage get his toolbox go back upstairs well it's manual he didn't have a but he fucking took her her door off her hinges took it back downstairs put it in the garage and he goes I'm not even sure when we're going to put that back on. And he just like, that was it. <clears throat> like my dad was so good at just like, if I say it, you bet your ass it's going to happen. Fuck, bro. We're like, missing that. These days is just being a man oh of your word. God. Fuck. I appreciate it. I'm downstairs I like, the hey, fuck dad, out can of that, I by get the you a beer? Like, I'm just like, fuck, dad, don't fuck with me. I don't know what I did. Oh, but yeah, I'm sure my door always stays on his hinges, dad. I'll get you all the beers. Yeah, hey, dad, you need a Phillips? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, uh, you dude it was i don't even remember when that door went back on but it was fucking like probably whenever you said it was gonna go back on oh oh 100 <laughs> he said about was, it. i was oh, just, i just remember that house. Like, yeah my dad was the same way listen to <laughs> Actually, this we story sold that house. Devastating. i just realized the door the door's not on anymore it's still not on well probably it's not. gone to this day <clears throat> Yeah, speaking of man uh, of the word, anyway. yeah, my dad devastated me. So, you know, I'm a kid playing Final Fantasy and other games. Oh, God, this story. Oh, man. She deserved it. <laughs> right? So I'm just playing Crash Bandicoot, whatever. You know, my dad, he's a little gamer back in the day. She's playing Final Fantasy VII, you know, when it first came out, PS1, <laughs> my dad, you right? You know, four discs set, all this shit, right? So... I was, you know, he was playing it and I was watching him and whatnot. And I was playing Crash Bandicoot one day and they didn't have really an overwrite or an overwrite setting. Very, I don't know, very good back in the day on the fucking memory cards. So, you know, I was doing it and I was just like, oh, you know, I've got this spot and it just kept saving and went overwrite the same one on Crash Bandicoot. So it asked me, he's like, oh, I thought I was on Crash Bandicoot, overwrite his Final Fantasy game that he's been spending like, forever on right freaked his free out time yeah and his free time i have to work all this he said he's like i grounded me for a year motherfucker held up for a whole year i was like 10 years old like maybe i don't know i was a fucking young you guy. became a teen you became <clears throat> a oh teen. my god <laughs> final fantasy 8 by the time you're ungrounded oh my <laughs> god bro like a year <laughs> i didn't know I, bro, I i was like fuck you're gonna go for a year I was devastated. Like months went by. I was like trying to sneak in. He's like, no, you're fucking grounded. Motherfucker held it up for a whole goddamn year. I didn't play video games for a whole fucking year. Man, well, I mean, in, your da- in your dad's defense, it was it was a good game. It was, but quite, quite I frankly, was you- a child, did it on accident, got grounded for a year. Yeah, but that a- memory card only had eight mm-hmm. megabytes. Yeah, but I was like, hey, I didn't mean to at all. Like, it was an honest accident. He was like, like, hey, do this again. I'm a fucking granted for a year. I was like, I didn't mean to do it. Granted for a whole year. (laughs) If he was on disc one, he would have let it slide, but he's on disc three. Still, you know know how long a year is is a child? (laughs) Brad's sitting here like, oh, they got a gig left. 
He's like, overwrite? Wait, what's on this? Yeah, like, wait a minute. Overwrite? What does that mean? Which one do you overwrite? Yeah, you, should, you should get him Final Fantasy VII for PlayStation 1 on Christmas this year. <laughs> you probably should. Spit, he'd probably spit in my face, dude. He probably ground you again. Yeah, probably. He ground it again. Like, you can't do that. Dude. All right, well. For my PlayStation. For my PlayStation. You're still for my PlayStation. <laughs> he probably wouldn't even laugh about it. He probably wouldn't even laugh still. I was gonna say, it's been like thirty. Probably. It's been like I don't know, twenty five years. He's probably still wouldn't even laugh. Did he? <laughs> is he? No, he Did he ever go back and play the game? No. 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 <laughs> I don't know. If he he already made it that far. Me, but I was devastated. I still uh, haven't played any of them. I ruined this. it for me. I still haven't played any of the Final <laughs> Fantasies. To this day, he doesn't know the ending. <laughs> I no idea. Even the new one that came out, the remake, I, I'm like, oh, let me download it for free. This is a cool PlayStation. And all of a sudden, I got PTSD. He's like, nah, I ain't going to play it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I ain't going to play shit the- right now. I remember getting grabbed like, a long time ago. Fuck I better beat this in one playthrough without saving. Yeah. Why do I feel fuck. like I need to go to my room? <laughs> yeah, it's a fucked up, dude. I got. Oh, fucking hey, I'm, I'm on your dad's side there. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll maybe stay. not a year, but I'm still a year. Yeah. I was probably like eight years old, maybe. Was like I was young, <laughs> bro. I was young kid. <laughs> well, eight lesson learned though. Spread. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, thirty-three. I mean, fuck. Final yeah. Fantasy, I don't know when it came out, but it barely came out, and I got grounded for a year. He waited till all the movies go, came go out. When fucking Final Fantasy came out, I'll tell you exactly how old I was. I was probably like eight years old. Uh, you imagine grounding Braden for a year? Uh, well, if he, I mean, quite frankly, <sighs> in those times, if he overwrote my saved Final Fantasy seven, yeah, he'd be grounded for a year. Absolutely. I might even push it. Bro, he's six months top. Holy shit, there's so many. Just depends. I got it. Okay, so there was a... January 31st, 1997. 97. I was eight years old. Final Fantasy VII, bug. Eight years old. Oh, seven, okay. Yeah, yeah, seven. I would say the first one was like December 18th, 1987. Uh, Before my time. Yeah, before my time. Final Fantasy VII, yeah, 1997. You're right. I was only a year old when that first one came out. (laughs) I beat that game in 1998. I was two years old, maybe. I was seven and a half, probs. You're eight and a half. Next time you played a goddamn video game. Yeah, tell me about that. I remember. I was nervous. So, so your dad, he hasn't played a game since. I don't even think yeah, I, I mean, saved the game like a since. I don't think I saved the game since. I just tried to beat it one go. <laughs> That's a useless grounding, though. Like, what did you learn from that? Nothing. Not that I was scared of, right that I was scared of Final Fantasy. Fuck with dad. Exactly. I was scared of Final like, Fantasy. Just... Dad says, get a beer. You fucking get a beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tells me I, uh, I'm grounded. I guess I'm grounded for a year. I remember yeah. getting grounded in... I think it was seventh grade because I failed three classes because I just didn't give a fuck back then. I, I got grounded for the entire summer. I had to spend the entire summer in my room. Couldn't go see my friends. Couldn't talk to them. No computer. No video games. TV. Nothing. Oh, that's entire a grounding. summer in my room. Yeah, that's a fucking grounding. Wait, you couldn't even yeah. watch TV in your nope. own house? Nope. Nothing. Oh. Yeah, I could read books. I could go to 
breakfast, lunch, dinner. I was in my room. Wow. That's savage. Yeah. I mean, that was like prime DBZ too. So you couldn't even keep up on the Frieza saga. But I didn't fail another class after that. Uh, That was a decent lesson. I mean, it sucked ass then. I hated it, but I never failed a fucking class. I'm surprised they cut you off from all that even within your own house, like even without, oh. like we're not talking watching TV with friends. We're talking, you can't even watch TV, bro. Nope. Oh. Nothing. I, yeah. yeah, no, I can yeah. listen to the radio. Like that was my one <laughs> source of entertainment was the little alarm clock radio I had in my room. Local and, stations. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 93. Let's go. Yeah. So if you guys, <laughs> you guys got trauma for think again, <laughs> listeners. Uh, Tim, that was the year Timbo actually enjoyed AM refi- radio. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know what it is, no, but I fucking was, enjoy it. No, he started shitting on boards after like that, rebelling. <laughs> started rebelling, <laughs> shitting everywhere. Oh, I never shit on a porch. <laughs> <laughs> I never shit on the neighbor's porch, porch until I got grounded. Yeah, I'm going to shit yeah. everywhere now. You're going to ground me for a whole <laughs> summer? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna on your neighbor's lawn. They should have beat my ass after the first time I shit on the neighbor's porch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Well, they they beat my ass till so. the second time. <laughs> oh, well. They would, but they knew what your ass was capable of. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were like, hey, did he really shit or is that the dog? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's, let's hit him anyway. <laughs> I really didn't get caught till the second time. They just thought it was me the first time. Well, I still remember. Know, I still legendary. remember you saying that there was a time that you were. It was happening, and <clears> your dad turned around the corner and was pulling in. And you're like, "Oh fuck!" Like that was the second time. Like, with, with your friends there. <laughs> yeah, the shield, the guardians, the <laughs> guardians of the dookie. Yeah, Holy they were not dookie. guarding me very well that time. Pinch it, pinch it, pinch it. He's coming. <laughs> you're gonna have to turtle, turtle. Oh, yeah. We don't want to lose you for another summer. <laughs> oh yeah, they're walling you off. We just figured out who you were again. Oh yeah, nothing to see here, people. Nothing to see here. <laughs> we forgot who you were, and now we know, but we can't lose you again. Oh yeah, Tommy, break out and dance. Come on, distract him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tommy, you know how to VR strip? Come on. <laughs> oh, <not that> <laughs> what are you, girl or something? Uh, yeah, you stuck your toe? Get over it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, come on. It doesn't hurt me like it hurts you, okay? <laughs> yeah, you're stripping. You're stripping. <laughs> <laughs> this is what builds character, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We're not going to enable your ass. Let's go. Put your back into it. yourself talking. Oh, oh man. Fuck get... it. Go kiss that hobo. You'll get money. <laughs> Oh yeah, man! Oh, yeah. we're talking about. I think I settled for ten thousand. <laughs> I mean, we were getting pretty low. We we're getting pretty low. I, think it's I need ten dollars. Yeah, no, you're yeah. dwindling, and I even had to buy the gum. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, well, he's a low in cash, guys. Don't get that value back. <laughs> I couldn't trust him to buy it. Well, well, no, he's got one tooth. What do you he needs you to front him some money first? Oh, Imagine yeah. a one tooth homeless guy could, chomping on gum. Could you chew gum? No, yeah, can you? What are you gonna? No. Hey, what are you gonna match hey, it on your gum? The one thing that a one tooth, <laughs> one tooth hobo can't say is, you can't be like, hey man, you got you got something between your teeth. No, no, never have that problem. No, never, never. Good for him, I mean, man. It's actually, you a have something wrapped around your tooth. 
but not between them. Uh, <laughs> How the hell did you get that wrapped around your tooth? Yeah. Well, next time I get something caught in my food trap, then I'll think of the hobos to have one tooth. Make me grateful. Yeah, it could be worse. It could, it could, it could be, be worse. worse. They could have one tooth. Okay. <laughs> how do I chew gum? Gum on gum. How do I get a? Work. How do I get a million dollars? Make up a bunch of homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait for that call. It's your yeah, new well, OnlyFans. All right. Well, well only put hobos. It out there. Put only it out there hobos. on the ads list. Yeah, yeah, I'll wrap that stick of gum around his tooth. Oh, yeah. oh Anyone pay, willing to pay me a million dollars to make another sobo? Yeah, I'll wait. <laughs> Put it on Craigslist. It's fine. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait, guys. Looking That's for a, a one tooth hobo. <laughs> oh, yeah, for a million dollars. Please, let me record it. It'll be within 50 miles. <clears throat> yeah, that's your new OnlyFans tactic. Yeah. You're going to appeal to the hobo kissers. <laughs> the thing is, not going to get much traffic, but. The day will come. No, yeah, most of your audience doesn't have access to <laughs> social media. To see that? Oh yeah, guy's not gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna get scammed. I'm just sitting there smooching on a homeless man. No one pays. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I need yeah. half up front. I need half up front. <laughs> yeah, man. If you guys are willing, I need, I need, I, I need a guarantee. I need to guarantee his tooth will not fall out in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and if it does, yeah. you double it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys want to donate? His handles a uh, dirty p in the boys. <laughs> dirty p in the streets. <laughs> oh, he pees where he wants, you know. Tongue and gumming. Here we go. Anything for a buck. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. This is, this is a side handle. <laughs> <laughs> Follow my links. <laughs> Anything for a buck, guys. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, shit, boys. It's a good fucking comeback, huh? I think so. Yeah, not bad. I got to rethink some things. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy the whole boys. Yeah, you do this uh, for a little bit higher, P. I have to really, really got to work on my wording, but an approach to things. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we found our limits, huh, fellas? Yeah. When's yeah. the next family reunion, bug? <laughs> <laughs> Try not to blush. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna drop, huh? <laughs> we're gonna hang tight till 2023. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip all holidays. I'm gonna reevaluate my life and make It'll sure. Be 18 not... by then. Oh. <laughs> that, was well, go... that was pretty good. <laughs> Uh, Not bad. Come on, man. You got to be wrapping a homeless man's tooth. You deserve that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's either that or you let Brad finish you off after you got hard. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's that's after hours. (laughs) Keep her tuned. Well, you know, you you got to pay extra for that, that, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Links in our YouTube description. You know, you got to subscribe to that before you get that content. Mm -hmm. Tree fitty. Yeah, he's all masking. Not much. Not not right. three hundred and fifty. Three point five zero. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask my wife for our Venmo account because I don't know it. <clears throat> oh well, yeah, three dollars fifty yen. All right, send it. Yeah. You can't pay me yen. I don't even know what that means, but we'll do it. That's like eighteen cents. <laughs> all right, well, we'll post like the first eighteen seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, yeah, we'll we'll show you the whole twenty seconds. Yeah, if you want to see the rest of the shit, you gotta pay two hundred yen. 
which is like <laughs> packs of oh, shit. That's point zero two six cents. What? Oh, How are we getting, How are we, we're going to be owing money on this shit. <laughs> we're going to be owing money. We need to raise the bar. God damn, we're going to be vanilla ice. We're going to owe money when that shit gets played, all right? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Well, not bad comeback. Let's maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll end there before we get too wild. Yeah, I think that was a good uh, welcome back, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Mace. Yeah. Well, cheers, huh, fellas? Yeah, cheers, cheers boys. Not <laughs> yeah. To be yeah. honest, I'm not either. So <laughs> demoralizing. I'm very much in the corner here. Yeah. Welcome back. I, Thanks for watching. I ended up accepting yen. 